crack open the joke book because the chuckle shack is open for business. But first, I need to crimp these hairs on my chinny chin chin, Diva doll. It's mama, season mama. six. It's season six, step mama, and it's episode eight of Drag Queens of Comedy, and we get many, 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 many iconic moments. That's right. One of the girls has a breakthrough. One of the girls slays the competition. One of the girls has a grandmother who's a whore, and one of the girls sings a cappella. Yeah. Find out who. Mm. Next on Race Chaser. Laganja <laughs> also tells an old woman that her vagina is dry. Almost kinda. Um, <laughs> jokes, humor, comedy. Is this thing on? Forever. Dog. Race Chaser. Hello. Hello. Hello, and welcome back to Race Chaser Chaser Classic. Or as we like to call it, the Race Chaser Chuckle Hut. Uh, This is a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection... And dissemination. ...of every single episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, Starting from the very beginning... (laughs) Sorry, I was busy thinking about that edit of a song where it's RuPaul's This Is The Beginning with all of our This Is The Beginnings. Have you heard that yet? What? It's it's a blight on the ears, but it's very funny. Did Stanley do it? I don't, I, I don't know who did it. Somebody sent it to Is me it and it's Twitter? like all somewhere. And I was thinking about it and that's when I realized I should also say RuPaul's Drag Race with you like we've done hundreds of times. <laughs> But I'm not okay. good at my job yet. Still, no, um, well, that's but that's why people tune in because they want the authenticity of but you know our what? learning experience. This is the beginning. This is the beginning of my life and your life. This is my <laughs> life, <laughs> um, and I don't give a damn for lost emotions. Honestly, but this the is. <laughs> This Doing is- your makeup on the stage. To live. <laughs> uh, Dina Cass, everybody look that up if you need. If you don't know what we're talking about, deep cultural reference. Dina Cass is a showgirl who did my life. She's amazing. Um, um, we. My name's Alaska. What's yours? I'm Willem. And um, uh, as for mentioned, this is the beginning of. Or it's the end, kind of, of season six for a moment. We're pressing oh, no. pause. We're, oh, no. There will be a pregnant pause. And the offspring pregnant will be... Pulse. The offspring will be um, germinating in the marsupial pouch that is mom. <sighs> yeah. Uh, because mm-hmm. we, next week, we'll be starting with All Stars. Yes. All Stars six. It's six inning. It's been that many years since you've won, too, I think, right? Six years? Um, uh, All Stars wh- Two was 2014. I I have I have no concept of that, but I believe I believe you. Um, All Stars Six, All Stars Fix, honey, because <laughs> the the big girls are taking it down, honey. Um, is that fat? Is that fatsophobic? No, no, you said I'm... fixed. I thought you meant fi- it was rigged. Fixed. 
No, oh, thick. Sorry, I, re- I resent my sound effect. But, it, is, Jig- but, is, but is that fatsophobic? Is Jiggly still For a big girl to... or not? J- girl, Jiggly looks fucking sickening. I'm Jiggly so excited. Jiggly won the promo. This season, there are no skips for me. Every single person is an icon. We're, we need to talk about it on a different podcast because that's that's hot goss material. Mm-hmm. We are, uh, speaking of no skips, season six. This yeah. is... And how poetic we're going from season six to All Star Six. We planned this. We planned it. We planned God it. Is, God is good. He is, he is everywhere. <laughs> Mom keeps on giving. God turned in her mix early and she told us, You're going to do this. Right. Um, and I feel week- like, I feel, sorry, I feel like season six is so strong that it's it's possible to split it up like this and w- there's more of a meal to come back to when we get back to us so we'll miss you season six but i can't wait to see how you turn out and for today's episode we have invited a group of senior citizens to be live in our audience um here at the mom studios um in lovely downtown burbank thankfully we just went into dipper's phone and uh picked some recipients of his oral skills some assorted assorted vintage bears we just pulled some gray pubes out of his mouth and said who does this belong to invite him down we we got okay. some we got some daddies, some granddaddies, some, uh, some grand bear, Santa grand bear daddies, <laughs> Santa oldies. Come Santa on down Stilbers. the chimney tonight. <laughs> Why don't you tell us what happened last week? <laughs> so last week there was a mini challenge that severely lacked in titty fucking, but the girls made their way through. Uh, to perform in 30-second skit-scat commercials for RuPaul's makeup line, mm-hmm. Glamazon by Color Revolution. Respect the product. Mm-hmm. And goddammit, these queens better respect the product. <laughs> the prod cut. Or sorry, the prod cut? That's what, that's what the outline says, the prod cut. Um, the teams were paired by production for story, and we definitely got some story. The mean girls, the cougars, the working moms, and the hot moms. Mm-hmm. And the commercials were cute. <clears throat> cute but dela and darian were just too irreverent and funny and they ended up in the bottom two but the scars were what made them beautiful and in a season six yep. double shantae twist they both got to stay another week in the competition that's right so no lipstick on this mirror honey no lipstick uh-uh. here because no, just, no one went home just a lip conditioner um right <laughs> A sugar scrub. Uh, this week's episode is called The Drag Queens of Comedy. And um, it's going to yeah. be a doozy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Dela, the, the the girls walk back into the workroom after the shocking results of the episode. Um, Dela is very shook. T- mascara streaming down the face. We still want to see the real you, though. Dela. I mean, you're you're crying Hiding behind an eyelash. You're crying. You're in agony. Your your emotions are bare and raw. But please, could you just show us the real you? Uh, and Courtney screams, "You made the wrong decision, honey." She was like, um, when Ben was like, "I'd like to thank everyone who gasped when they didn't call my name out," and Courtney was like, oh, "I was going to throw a fit." Blah 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 blah, yeah. and like. Courtney, do you realize Darian's right there too? Like, I, yeah, I, Mama. I, I feel like Courtney probably right after that said, but Darian, you were amazing too. She probably but did. They edited it out, of course, uh, because Courtney is the bitch of the season, as we know. Um, <laughs> uh, not in and, real life. 
<laughs> and that you've made the wrong decision has been made into memes for other episodes of Drag Race. I think anytime there's like a controversial elimination, people like to tag and say, you made the wrong decision! <laughs> um, Darian, I feel like, uh, first won the lip sync. Uh, well, she was told that she Shantae's first. So it so was definitely a, a scare and shake up for Dayla. Definitely. Does that indicate placement at all, do you think? I think it's just more about, like, they're wanting to see more of of Dela's like, uh, behind the character. And so I think it's it's better to shake her up more and make her think oh, in that moment, good idea. I'm going good, home tonight. Good Fuck. producing. Yeah, yeah, really good producing. They're um, good at producing. <laughs> well... At this point, they cut to a uh, Laganja saying, "Well, is no one gonna congratulate me and Adore on our win?" Oh, and Cor- Courtney tells it like it is and says, "Well, honestly, I don't think you shouldn't have won." Courtney. And Courtney is just not afraid to tell the world Courtney facts about what Courtney thinks. I'm Courtney not knows being facts. shady. I'm just being factual. And Jocelyn, I have some washing that you can wear next week on the runway. Oh my God. Some, some, sun- some light sundry items for your drag. Um, Jocelyn is definitely plucked that Courtney said her drag wasn't on their level. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure if the carpet is comfortable, but Jocelyn is clearly walking back and forth pacing on it because she has lost respect for Courtney as have most that have worked with her. Um, <laughs> and Courtney says, I'm not being mean. I'm just being factual. And I've got a whole box of shit you can borrow. So and then- it's not, it's not just my opinion it's actual facts these are yeah. verifiable facts that yeah. you are gutter <laughs> you and your slingshots she, your, your sequence wow. slingshots um jocelyn replies at this point she stands up and she says i have a whole rack of my own clothes yeah she's getting mad and and she you know she feels cummed for a little bit and rightfully so Speaking of coming for, there's also this clip of Laganja saying, well, I feel like people praised Adore more than me, but Adore's standing there in an 80s sweater and a skirt from Forever 21. But and an honest, ASOS jacket. I really I really liked Adore's headpiece. I think it made the outfit. It yeah. was cool. It was fun. I've never seen anything like it. Um, there were fit issues on Ganja's outfit, but um, I... I liked my sister's intention behind the outfit if that makes sense yeah yeah uh um that feels that feels patronizing well it kind of is (laughs) i knew you'd pick that one up oh honey i i i'm well versed in the in the courtney chronicles of life courtney facts yeah um courtney facts (laughs) the the next day in the workroom laganja walks laganja walks in first to the workroom every episode, by the way. She pushes her way to the front and Honey, she has, she, she is, says something like sparkle dinosaur, sorry, sparkle saurus or something. She, she is Trump at the G8 summit, just moving up in the front. Every <laughs> move, single one. Move, 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 move to move the front right. of the line. Keep moving, moving. Uh, Ganja <laughs> has the hotel's no smoking sign in her head, which is, um, it, uh, any chance to accessorize is a chance to show your flair. I'm I, I'm shocked at how well it stayed on her head. I thought she did a good job of applying it. You crosshatch those pins, you could do anything. She looks like a gay TGI Friday waiter. You can roll your eyes all you want, mama. First but- of all, I'm not your mama. My name's Bianca. Oh my gosh. This is when Bianca is like, 
I cannot take this voice this early in the morning. She is done with Lagange, Estrange. Yes. Which is she good has timing. Made that decision. Because the video message pops on up. Hey, you crazy characters. Now to become America's next drag superstar, just do you. But be careful, because if you do you too often, you might just go blind. Not funny. And RuPaul is wearing sunglasses. What what could that mean? Oh, look who it is here. Who's here to explain it? RuPaul? Oh, I think they were blurring the reflection of the teleprompter in the sunglasses. Because something was blurred on there. You could Mm. see like a box light. And that wasn't blurred, but something was blurred. I think it was What was blurred was her judgment about that being funny. Because it wasn't. (laughs) It wasn't even like quiptastic. It was just like. This is the kind of thing that after she probably turned and said, so that's it? That's <laughs> and it. like, just, just go in the workroom, bitch. Whatever, uh, let's do episode eight. Okay, move on. Okay. Oh, can, can I tell you a little something? I Oh, that'll be on Hot Goss. Oh, Get the about- sunglasses off me and reapply the makeup on my nose where it rubbed it off. Get Matthew. Oh, he wants Wait. more money? Get him anyway. <laughs> what, um, what were you going to do? What, what so gonna- season three of Drag Race was filming over here and they did one episode a day. They cranked it the fuck out because Rue had a, had to film something else right after, I guess, the, the international season. Girls got injured because they weren't given time to warm up. Girls were mistreated. The girls tried to stand up for themselves. Wait, 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 um, what? Where? Yeah. When? On the BBC, the mental health coordinator, which is required on reality television for the BBC, um, he said that this will be his last season on the show um, because, like, it it was just so shoddy. They were treating the girls like shit. And apparently the BBC is paid for by the taxpayers from the nation. So the fact that they're treating these girls like shit, it's illegal to work them the way that they work them, the hours that they work them, and treating them how they treated them. So... Girl, I'm going to talk to the girls about forming a union while I'm over here. Wait, in the UK, for UK season three? Yeah, they're already done filming. Yeah, they just announced it's coming out. They filmed one episode per day? Per day. Now, keep in mind, traditionally, each episode is two days of shooting. Or or sometimes three. The first episode sometimes takes three days. (laughs) They cranked these girls out like they were on a (laughs) teaspoon with some water and a bic. Okay. Yeah, they did that. So, I mean, we're going to keep going on season six, though, right now. And talk about one of the most fun mini challenges that I've seen in a while. Um, The girls have to lip sync upside down while on their back. um, And they have to drag up their chin like it's on your face. Drag up your chin. chin. Put some googly eyes on your mouth. Get some yarn for hair. (laughs) Um, This is... Honestly, I'm really impressed because this is the most makeup Courtney's worn all season. <laughs> on her chin. On her it's, chin. It's not my opinion. It's just a fact. It's a Courtney fact. Courtney fact. Um, she's got like a three black yarn strands. Um, mm-hmm. Looking beautiful. Uh, I think Trinity K. Bonet was a big standout here. She was that very lip. expressive. Expressive. She did this very like smiley mouth lip that was very effective i wanted her um, to put her flipper on her on her bottom teeth up top though so it was be, would have been two sets of chompers that would have been good uh, uh did, who else did you like 
Adora really stood out to me because her eyeballs kept falling off and she just licked them off with her tongue and then spit and then them spit out. It. Yeah, which, I thought I thought she was going to win, but Jocelyn was funny too. Jocelyn wins and Courtney Courtney's face says a, says a thousand words. Mm-hmm. Um you can only understand a couple of them though. Uh <laughs> the main challenge is presented as a good old-fashioned comedy show. Drag mm-hmm. queens of comedy. And um, they cut right to Bianca saying, Hurricanes, Bianca's in town. No one's safe. That's right, mama. Um, And Jocelyn, winning the mini challenge, gets to pick the running order of the show, um, which seems like a great benefit and probably will work out really great. We'll Um, learn more about this (laughs) stunning conclusion upon return from our break. Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. Also, you're going to want to discover the 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals. The Factor meals were so great. I love that they came in a recyclable container and with very little waste. And the food, delicious. My... Taste buds had a party. Exactly. Really good. Really easy to make. Loved it. Not a lot of cleanup because Factor Meals eliminates the hassle of the prepping, the cooking, and cleaning up. Simply heat and savor the good stuff, and you can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need, and then pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factor's ready-to-eat meals, so you can get back to doing what you love this spring. And if you're looking for gourmet meals, try meals that feature premium premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. In fact, we're celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 drag 50. and use code drag50 drag 50. to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code Drag, drag 50. 50 at factormeals.com slash drag 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week, you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. We are back talking season six, a season where there is no mental health 
uh, coordinator. coordinator on no, set. No. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Um, Courtney is literally, I mean, there. I don't know if it's the edit. I don't know if Jocelyn just like is a glutton for punishment with Miss Courtney Act because they're really going hard on the Courtney Act kind of getting in on Jocelyn. Here's like, here's well, what are you doing for the order for the running order? Uh, Brenda, I think this is what happened. They were probably like, "Hey, talk about the running order thing." And Courtney is that girl that's like, "Um, excuse me, Miss, you forgot to assign homework this week." She's very that girl. She's so she's like, if they're like producers say talk about something, she was probably like, oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. TV time. Yeah, I'm an idol. Definitely. Um. So she basically tells Jocelyn the way to do an order is you put somebody first, and then you put the person you want to fuck second, or after somebody good. Yeah. Well, you always open with somebody good. Um, Yeah. And then shit sandwich, as uh, Lawrence Cheney once put it. And this, there's enough girls that you could do a shit club sandwich. <laughs> double patty. Yeah, double the patty. Quarter pounder. Royale with cheese. Uh-huh. Um, the the girls are are spitballing jokes around a little bit. Dale is doing a mime act to himself at a table, which all the girls are making fun of. Do- yeah, she's, she's not doing jokes. She's thinking it's more like a blanket personal narrative thing. Yeah, and Darian starts hitting her knee aggressively, saying, <laughs> knee, knee slapper. slapper! That's a knee slapper! Darian, Darian is Ben's outer saboteur. Yeah, definitely. She really is yeah. this season, and it's a wonderful foil to see this sensitive, beautiful person being um, ribbed Harangued. aggressively. Yeah, yeah. harangued, for sure. Um Jocelyn talks about her time waiting tables and how that's her opportunity to be uh, get some chuckles. And she says that when people order a jumbo shrimp cocktail, she says, oh, I hope you're not allergic. And then she says to oxymorons. Which I didn't get. I didn't get it first. I didn't get it until she explained it. You didn't? No, I. And I don't think the room did either. The, the joke didn't work in the room. <laughs> The joke didn't work in the room. And that's just factual. That's not me being shady. Uh, I thought it worked. I, I was, I was, um, Did you chuckle? I, I, uh, I tittered. <laughs> was it, was there a knee slap or was it just more like a resting of the hand on the knee? No, no, no. Um, <laughs> the knee wasn't even touched. No, the, the, I, I itched it behind, but that was, I think it just escaped me. Um, ganja, ganja, Goes under the table to recall a time in childhood when you're in a oh, fort girl. or a tent, just having fun. And honey, I went under the table too. I flipped a, I flipped over a workroom table actually during the boat. I challenge. bet they didn't like that. They did not like that. They tried to make me flip that table back over, and I said no because I was resting my boat on it so it could be lower to the ground when I was putting the wheels on it, and they were oh. not happy. And I was like, "This is my workroom. You're I holding the it, camera." <laughs> I thought it, you flipped it over because you and three other girls needed a place to sit. <laughs> no, I I sat on the producer's on the dick legs. that season. Remember, um, that was back when the producers were allowed to fuck the girls. Now they just now they just really fuck the girls. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. So Laganja's writing tables, j- writing jokes under the table. Um, and most drag queens are paid under the table, so this really makes sense for her. But it does. she they they have her whole narrating like she's like, oh, this needs a transition. 
it's it's right. more it's more of a light opening monologue than anything with jokes. There aren't many jokes in there. Right. Um she's like you can call me Miss Mary Jane, you can call me Lady Green stuff, or if you're if you speak Spanish, I'm Miss Marijuana. Okay. Which if you're Spanish wouldn't it be uh Miss Moto or something? Right. Well, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. um so Dela and Ganja are both getting the same critiques from the judges about uh, not seeing the real person or Michelle. Um, so <laughs> they have an interview, Dela saying, well, actually, I think Laganja is a person that needs to show herself, blah, 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 blah. Right. And at that point, Rue comes in for the work through, mm-hmm. work, walk through, walk through. And um, we're working she, through some she, things during the walk through. She goes straight to Della, Dela and uh, Dela Reese. <laughs> Dela Reese. <laughs> um, Dela, uh, they rehash what just happened. Mm-hmm. She says she was devastated to be in the bottom two this week, but hopefully, this challenge is someone is something that she can really show who the judges who she is, even if yeah. her comedy is character based. Because she's talking about herself in the act, so I hope it works. I hope it goes great. I'm surprised none um, of these girls go for a roast roast setup at all. Right. I mean, Bianca, or maybe they did and they didn't show it. Who knows? That's possible. And Bianca kind of does. Like she kind of hits everybody on the judging panel with a not little Jamie stuff. Presley. Well, uh, fuck her drag, right? <laughs> um, Jamie loves drag queens. She was. I was on my name was Earl with her, and she was nice to me. Yeah, she's stunning. Um, RuPaul and Bianca basically just have a conversation like uh, two old drag sisters catching up. Mm-hmm. It's it's very yeah. it's it's very that Bianca just uh, RuPaul just sets Bianca up, and Bianca yeah. can make anything funny. But these are definitely softballs. Um, Bianca, and then RuPaul's like, "I'm gonna go talk to these other gutter buckets." <laughs> um, thanks for thanks for entertaining me. Um, we have a master class on how to, uh, needle and prod when RuPaul mm-hmm. hits Trinity, because I don't know if RuPaul sees herself in Trinity or is projecting, but she just says that Trinity, her go-to is shutting down basically. Yes. And which Trinity was doing during this walkthrough. I she mean, was like, I I don't, I feel like there's a magnifying glass on me and I feel like you're asking me to do things that there's no way I'm going to do. And and I understand. And Trinity in this moment is a very young performer. And so it's... I think she's very well spoken. She's saying exactly yes. how she feels. She's not yes. shutting down. She's expressing herself without emotion. And RuPaul wants that emotion. She wants the girl to break. She wants this girl to soar or crash and burn because okay. this middle of the road um giving nooch is not good for reality tv and That's rupaul's true. trying to either break her or support her at every moment right um but it is it is two sides of the same fucking coin but it's reality tv um right but we'll see more of trinity on all stars six mm. starting our mom coverage next week <laughs> it's a brand it's a brand rude day uh, RuPaul tells the girls, wait, 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 there's one more thing to prove that your comedy has a broad appeal. We've invited a senior citizens group to join us. They'll be sitting front and center and they'll be knitting and sleeping. I told you it was going to be an old fashioned comedy show. Make them laugh. Make, Make them laugh. laugh. 
So at this point, Jocelyn is laying out the order for the show. Can I note that there were some young bloods up in that audience too? Yeah. It it was not all old people. Plastic surgery is a wonder. (laughs) (laughs) Older people look younger and younger. Um, Jocelyn finally lays out the order for the show and she says, Miss Darian Lake is first. Mm -hmm. And then in the, in the, I'm going to fuck you slot is (laughs) the one and only Courtney. Shorty Shacked. Yeah. She says, you're going to get the short shit. Courtney's face while wearing a wigs by vanity with not a stitch of makeup and just looking. Still gorgeous. Stunosh. Yeah. Um, Adore Adore is after Courtney and then, Mm -hmm. uh, Dela. Mm-hmm. Ganja, Trinity, Jocelyn mm-hmm. goes before Bianca, which for me is a misstep a little bit. Like you don't you don't want someone after you or before you that is known for being hilarious. But maybe she thought Ben was going to be better than she was. It's or maybe she thought Trinity was going to be bad. I don't I don't know what to think about this. But we are trying to get Jocelyn on the pod, and uh, hopefully mm. that will happen soon. Yeah, I. but going before somebody good is better than going after, decidedly. Yes, for sure. But there were so many spots she could have put herself. Like, if she put herself after Courtney and her um, uh, acapella, no thank you fella song. <laughs> like I'm going to do this one, acapulco. <laughs> acapulco. Um <laughs> So we'll see how this turns out after the break. Okay. We are back. Um, There's some mirror chats going on and Jocelyn loves punishment. So she's sitting right next to Cordy Act while they do their makeup. Like, if they hate each other, if there's such a conflict going on between the two of them, as we are led to believe, why the fuck are they sitting right next to each other together? And then having a heart to horror about Jocelyn's life. Uh, Maybe Courtney's offering her more drag. (laughs) Yeah, I've got a whole box of shit. These are my old lashes and powder puffs. (laughs) Feel free to use them. Pilfer them. I only use one wispy per show. I use them once and then I discard them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Jocelyn is talking about how close she is with her grandfather and how supportive he is of her. He ripped out an article from a newspaper talking about mm. a, a girl that won a Tony. Um, and can I just ask, what's a Tony? What's a Delorean? <laughs> Sounds like some kind of ancient dildo. Um, if just because you want to win a Tony doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna win a Tony, but them Tony noms should have matched them Golden Globe noms, but they did it. So those Tony noms should have matched the Outer Circle Critic Awards nominations, <laughs> but they did it. So, uh, adore. Does that make sense? Does does that compute? Does that make sense to you? Uh, <laughs> uh, adore, uh, adore is 
is explaining Bianca to a T. And she says, you're evil nice. You're hateful. But you're also nice and helpful. But you're also a total cunt. And then Bianca turns around and says something that is nice, but also evisceratingly cunty, which is an amazing mix to see. And Bianca really does that very well. It's nice to see Adore's thinking face, too, where she's deciding like, wh- if... If she was being mean or nice or both, and then she realizes both. She's exactly what Adore just said. Exactly. Yeah, yeah Bianca's a quick one. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the main stage, oh, we get to see RuPaul. I love this look. You, what? What's your problem? I don't, you don't like, like it. this look. I think the flowers should have been, I think the flowers should have been larger in size as they went mm. down the dress and the hem length is very adore delano maybe she's inspired she's always inspired by the girls she said zaldi take a couple of inches off the bottom that's what the kids are doing <laughs> and and then i they made me kneel <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> um the the dress is cute it's not my favorite <laughs> it's cute. i think rupaul looks amazing and i love the hair and the makeup and the flower pattern, the red flowers on the black dress, sort of swoop de doop, and then they swoop up into the hair. It Matthew's looks, transcendent. It looks kind of like um, a Kentucky Derby horse flower horseshoe that was deconstructed upon a black simple gown with an incorrect hem length. Beautiful, just not my cup of tea. Not even my pot of tea. Not your cup of soup. <laughs> yeah. Or or a bowl of tea. Some or a p- pipe of tea. Some red silk flowers on a simple black dress is not giving me drag. So after a certain point, if it's just not giving it, maybe it's just not for you. I mean, it honestly looks like our my red bag challenge that we did on the Race Chaser bonus content. We'll do a side by side. Remember all those red roses? When I was looking for something in red. That's a Lori blood Morgan. Blood roses, reference. blood roses. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, I don't. S- uh, okay, uh, we got some judges. Um, <laughs> Michelle Visage, Santino Rice, Bruce Valange, mm-hmm. and Jamie Presley. An amazing lineup for a comedy show. Love it. Yeah, all really funny. Um, and mm-hmm. then we get to watch these girls entertain us. Um, Darian has has a good, strong set. She's a great opener. Um, so fucking funny. She kicks the door down a little bit. She she. Brings the energy up. She says, I'm trying to get in shape. Well, round is a shape. Um, she looks She's beautiful. She's girl. You want her on the mic at, at a drag show because, the, and I don't, I don't know if it's just her delivery, but it seemed so effortless and like off the cuff. Like this is her tight five that she would give you and just have you fucking rolling on the floor. These are so fun. She's so hilarious. Mm-hmm. After a tight her. five, I'm a loose eight. Courtney, Courtney makes a choice that never goes down well in um in in drag race history. She decides to do an acapella, a a little acapella ditty. Sing us a little something. Sing us, sing Uh, us something, Max. I uh, like her opener though, where she says, "I'm clearly from Idaho." Courtney, Courtney knows Mr. X. She does. And yes. she's very funny. She said, they're known for the shrimp on the barbie. Well, I don't want any shrimp on me, so stop throwing it at me. Yeah. It's funny because she's like a barbie. Mm-hmm. 
I um, love Courtney's outfit too. I would love it without the Target bra under this Johnny Wujek uh, pilfered corset. This was a Katy Perry item, and Katy Perry this, wore this. I'm pretty sure. And I remember wow. when Courtney said she got it from Johnny. I was like, I want to be friends with Johnny Wujek, and now I am. No, you um, are. Yes. But I wouldn't have worn this with that Target bra, that black Target bra. Do you think perhaps it didn't, it exposed nipple without the underbra? Well, I also know that it doesn't close in the back. So there's a variety of things, which is probably why she put that cape on. <laughs> Work! <laughs> Big bitch! <laughs> well, listen, she's, she's not, okay. You right. wide back whatever makes you feel Whatever makes you feel better, my love. That's why she wore uh, that long hair to cover the gaping back. Whatever makes she she's you got a different gaping back than I do. Better about the gorgeous Courtney act. Um, Adora Delantro. Um, she you can tell she's nervous, but she's so naturally charming and funny. She gets a few chuckles in there. My grandma's a whore. <laughs> yeah, there were a few head scratchers and a few like this is probably too hot for this particular room and this particular audience. But fully entertaining because she's a, just a really funny person. This is where Ahura got her um, her original inspiration. Talking about her yes! grandma getting butt fucked. Yeah, this is Ahura uh, and Ahura are very similar in this sense. Uh, she was funny. Um, oh wait, wait, Courtney's Courtney's um, song. She sings "Mean Gaze," and at the end, she does like when she was on that news show. She options down at the end because she's like, I don't have to know. <laughs> Because the song goes, it goes up and has your bunch of jumps before you take them all. And she went, it has your jump and jump and jump before you take them all. This is a good example of restraint from uh, Courtney Act, meaning we'd like to restrain her in the back next time she tries to do main gaze. But <laughs> I will say, in her defense, she sounded perfect. Crystal clear. Uh, on a dry mic, that was not a singing mic. That was a, a body mic made for speaking. There's no reverb. There's no effects on it. And you know they weren't doing her any favors. This, she sounded flawless. There so. were no clunkers. Not even a single one. Other than that top that didn't fit. But it's the first All time right. a top hasn't fit in Courtney Act. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> There's a show. My grandma's a whore. <laughs> Uh, well, why don't we talk about Dela's moist area? You know what? Dela had a lot of amusing quips, yes, but it was quips. just so lightning fast. And mm-hmm. it wasn't a quip show. It was a comedy show. And there was a quip show. It felt very quip show, a quip show, a quip show. It felt very rushed. And um, it could be the edit, though. I'm not Rush. sure. Rush. Have you ever heard Patty LaBelle do Rush Rush by Paul Abdul? No. Look it up on YouTube. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Um, well, yes, exactly like you said. Dela just, she's rushing through it and not allowing time for these really funny jokes to register. And somebody yells out, mm, jokes so tell have, us a joke! Jokes have more structure. These weren't jokes. This was a amusing... That's her thing. Um, no, she knows how to tell a joke. These... So tell us a joke. Uh, do you have a mirror? <laughs> do you have a mirror, cunt? Um, 
Mirror chats. Yeah, mirror chats. Factual uh, mirror chats with Courtney Act. But honestly, Dela's set goes better than Laganja's because the only way uh, Laganja's yeah. set is funny is when Kimchi does it because Kimchi has this whole monologue memorized. She'll send it to people with emojis the whole time on Mean Gaze. Every day she'd be, hey, 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 put your lighters up. It's Laganja in the house. Kimchi. <laughs> because it's iconic. Kimchi is shade chi. Yes, she is. But perhaps this isn't funny, but it is the most memorable. I mean, I like the part where she said to the lady about, it's dry, like your vagina. <laughs> but it, it, you need to keep oh, these- it's. Very dry, almost kind of like your <laughs> vagina is the actual wording, which is so, it's so offensive and egregious and outrageous, but it's so memorable and so quotable to this very day. The look is iconic. If they would have given the audience day old <laughs> produce, they would have been throwing it. <laughs> By the way, they, they, they had audience members shaking their heads like, no, we don't like her. They they made it very clear. They said this bitch is not in the top this week. Um, and if then it's not green. I'm not interested. Oh boy! Every line is iconic and memorable. It's it's a lot. Um, we love our sister though. Um, do you know how often I say it's very dry, kind of like your vagina? <laughs> I I I say it weekly at least, maybe daily. You you just talk to your air fryer, huh? I do. Kind of like, almost kind of like your vagina. I have to add, add the almost. I always forget that. Um. Okay. Well, who's next? Trinity K. Bonet. Trinity, the Tuck K. Bonet. Who does it her way. And honestly, um, anytime you shine the light on yourself and crack jokes on yourself first, it makes it so much easier for the audience to laugh at themselves. Um, Trinity, yes. Trinity just keeps it all on herself, though. And she... It, everybody loves a old funny lady. And when she goes into her grandma voice and when she says that she many nights that she was she was nourished by page 27 roast beef and from her grandma's cookbook that her grandma used to feed her and nourish her by reading her the cookbook. Yeah, it was so, so great. funny. And then her sister died, though, because she got an ear infection. Oh, my God. She couldn't hear. So she died so- of starvation. So hilarious. She also looks beautiful. And she's and she starts off the set by saying, Everybody stand up, give me a round of applause. So it's like a mood, it's like an energy reset. Everything before it's like gets the audience with her. It's connective. It's like it's real. Uh, and it's really, really funny and yeah. very stand-up comedy. I think Trinity is one of those people that you turn the red light on and she's on. But yeah. like before that, you 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 never know what you're getting, um, and she right. kills it. It's great. Um, exactly. Like Tyra Sanchez, she doesn't rehearse. I'm, I'm I'm just gonna watch, and then kill it. I mean, she tried to kill everybody at DragCon. <laughs> oh, wow. okay. What? Who's next? Jocelyn Joslina Fox. Foxatina. Yeah, Jocelyn's wearing her signature necklace. Um, <gasps> Can we ring it up on the dinger, please? This Show is the necklace. official Jocelyn. <laughs> Show me Jocelyn's necklace. Ding 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 yes! ding ding. Um, she has a great opener where she says she's suffering from ADD. Oh, look a rhinestone. <laughs> Funny. And she looks beautiful. Um, after that, it um, 
it flounders mm-hmm. and and scuttles. <laughs> what about flocks of a jetsam? Oh, they're in the back. What about flocks of a jetsam? <laughs> scuttle. Girl. Scuttle. That's a deep cut. Who's scuttle? Is scuttle the bird? I don't remember, but bitch, I know one of the mermen from the new Little Mermaids. Oh, he, he was one. He, oh, Too bad he just has a fin down there. Uh-uh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It comes out of a slit, like, like. Real. What did you call me? <laughs> slit shaming. <laughs> uh, he's a, he's a, one of the my backup dancers for Oopsie Whoopsie, my new video that'll be out by the time you're listening to this. Go listen. Oopsie Whoopsie, tell me about. Oopsie. We'll talk. On, we'll talk on Goss. We'll talk on Goss. Save it for the Goss. Save it for the gauze. Ice. This hot ice. This Bianca. Oh, are we going back to Courtney or we want to do Cold Bianca? Cold as fire, baby. Hot as ice. <laughs> uh, Bianca is next and she fucking slays. She yeah. slays, fillets, and bidets it. Um, baby. Opens their mouth and shits down their throat with the funny spewing yeah. forth from her. She basically. It takes all the things that the judges have said about her and flips them. Like when they said, oh, we want to see versatility. She says, I will show you versatility when Santino wins a sewing competition and Visage wears a fucking turtleneck. You hear me? Yeah. Um, so funny. Even her what her voice must be something that she's honed over the years because it's musical. And she can sort of turn up the for, for the punchline. And it really makes it heightened and more funny. Um, She's hilarious. It sounds like she was sucking that demon cock with razor blades in seven, and that's how she got yeah. those that that those beautiful mellifluous tones. Um, one of my favorite parts is when the guy sleeping in the audience, Bianca oh. says, "Really, Queen horizontal stripes? Not a good look for a guy in the third <laughs> trimester." Next to the most bewiggled man in the world, I tried to take a screenshot of it. Oh, honey, ooh. is that a Pam or a Megan? Uh, that that's a skull cap with polyester hair. That's not even a toupee. It's not. It is the, uh, one of the worst. It's a one pay. Uh, it's it's and a, the sleeping guy is Jinx's uh, drag makeover, right? From he is. Five? Yes, that is he. That is her. Dave. Yeah, yeah. He killed Judy Garland, so he had to take a nap after the strenuous work of her. Her drag name is Judy Belligerentina Monsoon. Yeah, she is. Is she the one who yelled, "Tell us a joke"? Probably. We were led to that, but I don't. You think don't. It was her. Yeah, we were led to believe that. Well, you don't see anyone say it. And you it can, was Theron. And you can <laughs> you can lead a horse to a joke, but you can't make Alaska say it. Um, <laughs> it's th- my moist area. Why don't we? Why don't we go ahead and take a break? I'm gonna we'll get you some bake. oats and some hay if you're good. <gasps> a sugar cube. Mm-hmm. His name is Clip Clop, and he loves sugar. We're back, 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 back again. Back, 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 back again. We're uh, going down under and um, reading tweets that Art has deleted um, about lip syncing three different times for the finale. Girl, Australia was slapdash. They they hit the bitch and then they hyphenated her. And we're going to learn more about it with our down under divas, Latrice Royale and Manila Luzon. 
Let's hear all about it in the Down Under Digest. My name is Patrice Royale. And I'm Manila Luzon. And this is your Down Under Digest. It's the finale of Drag Race Down Under. Did that go by super fast? Like, way faster than season 13. (laughs) 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 The queens wear their best drag and perform to I Am a Winner Baby. And guess what? We have the top four here to chat with them each individually. So, like our own Tic Tac lunch, you know? It's going to be like a moment. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mentos, the fresh mate. What, what were they eating? It doesn't even matter. For more recaps yeah. of season one <laughs> of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. <laughs> Check out The Chop every Thursday here on the Mom Network. Bring it to the, never mind, there's no runway. Right, it's just whatever you delivered your comedy in. And they looked great. I yeah. don't, you know, I mean, um, what, 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 the judges, what do they have to say? The Darian's judge, hilarious. Yeah, the judges basically thought everything that we thought. Darian was great. Courtney was average. Um, <laughs> that's their words, not mine. I would be much crueler because um, she's my sister. Um, adore they say relied too much on her charm and personality which I don't get like is every girl just relying on something that they're good at like Courtney's yeah. good at looks mm-hmm. like I don't what are you supposed to do go outside the box and fail like miserably what do they want right I don't get yeah. it I thought Adore was great Um, and she has a moment of vulnerability where she tears up and um she says she wants yeah. to be in the composition because she deserves it, not just because of her personality, but exactly. This, she, this is not her first rodeo. She knows what she's doing. Well, she, she paid them in tears. And so you, that's what you got to do on reality TV. Sometimes you're going to taste the tears. It's, taste the tears. Um, tears on my pillow. Um, uh, on my Courtney act resting, resting on, on pretty, pretty. pillowcase. <laughs> Ding. Ding. Ben Dela Cream, uh, Santino says, I'm bored with the old showgirl looks. And she said, actually, I wanted to wear this because it showed more of me, blah, 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 blah. And then Michelle's like, it's not, it's not the outfit, though. It's not like Ben just can't do anything to please these judges. And they they just would put a spit in her mouth and her ass and roast her over a fire if they could because (laughs) pretty well thought out people doing well on tv is not what they want right and i thought dayla's look was so pretty i love it was really cute yeah classic cartoon character bendelagram i was gonna say Minnie mouse hooker oh yeah love it yeah daisy daisy duck in red (laughs) daisy fuck (laughs) daisy fuck Laganja, Michelle says, we got zero funny from you. Um, No, no, this is your real voice right now. This is your real voice. And Laganja is pressed and pushed and is really going through it. She says, everybody at the club likes me. And RuPaul at least gives her a little bit of leeway and says, yeah, we all talk in that kiki voice, blah, 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 blah. But Rue lies right to her face and says, 
I'm not going to steer you wrong, not for no goddamn TV show or even a Goodman TV show. I guess John Goodman's going to be a judge. He did he did do drag when he was Linda Tripp on SNL. Um, uh, RuPaul is a liar. Not for a Goodman TV show. If, if you like want to see what you're talking or about. Or the Connors. Yeah, we're going to put all of the typos on... No. on Race no, chaser no, pod space on, IG. on the internet. There's not enough yeah, space not, on the internet. We um, don't have the bandwidth for that. I'm afraid. Courtney uh, didn't have a bandwidth or either. You <laughs> know what? I I did. We're back in track. I I have to disagree with you though because I believe that RuPaul at this moment was being authentic in saying, "I'm trying to help you." No. Because I believe that she is. I believe RuPaul thought she was also being authentic. But RuPaul is not authentic in saying that, that she would not steer girls wrong. Because she will steer a girl wrong for the purpose of her producing hat. She admitted to doing it with Pearl in an interview. She said, remember, I put on my producer hat. I knew she'd be good. She's a cute boy. RuPaul is a liar by her own admission if we go by the facts shown on her own show. So, RuPaul, you're wrong. But... Um, the judges definitely agree that, and I kind of agree that the the Laganja Estranja needs a thicker skin to handle criticism in Hollywood. I understand trying to defend yourself against the undefensible, which is clearly the writings on the wall. These these judges know they're sending Laganja home very soon. But RuPaul's a liar. Um, what with, she probably needs is her prescription medication, which has been denied of her. Mm-hmm. Which is this probably why she wore that no smoking sign on her head because she found out they were smoking out her door, but not her. Hey, Mish, how you doing, Mish? Whoa! Wow. Yeah. Hey, Mish. Um, uh, Trinity. Did you need to get that? Okay. Did you hear my phone buzz? <laughs> yeah, we've heard it. My God, you've heard it cool. every time. Uh huh. It happened twice. Okay. <laughs> every single time. And listeners, if you can find the phone buzzes in this episode, <laughs> head on over to mybestjudymerch.com and buy chaser. some sickening merchandise yeah, from we the got, Race Chaser Divas. We've got some new merch, actually. The the hand spelling out Race Chaser because we can't put the words Race Chaser on a shirt because it's inflammatory if you don't know what Race Chaser is. Should we call it the should we call it the see me with them hands shirt? I love that idea. I love that <laughs> it idea. Just we we were trying to like think of we were like I don't know it's the sign language sure but I we should call it see me with them hands. Yeah. Um it is really cute and I want one in every color. Same. Please. Um, um Now is not the time to show your colors. <laughs> they only come in black, crew neck, darling. My colors are beautiful. <laughs> Um, Ru- RuPaul really has a moment with Trinity um, because she sees herself in Trinity and says, you know what? I have times where I shut down and I say I can't do it and this is out of my comfort zone so I can't do it and I have to bring myself out of that moment. And this is a moment where we got to see Trinity overcome that and it is very inspiring and very touching to see and RuPaul kind of cries about it. I love it. Um, she almost snapped her face tape, I thought. Uh, Jocelyn is told by Michelle that putting herself before Bianca was a big mistake. And she also said, your jokes weren't good. Only the first one. They they read her. But yeah. at least she's not in a sequence slingshot this week. She, right, looks, exactly. she looks beautiful. 
And the necklace, every, you know what? Everyone likes to criticize the necklace because she wears it a lot. But on TV, it's sparkling the house back boots. It looks beautiful. I like it. And I would wear it all the time, too, if I had it. I'd wear it in my hair a little bit, too. Oh, yes. Um, Bianca, they got, no, they got nothing negative to say. They said, you're a pro. You're crushing it. Keep, keep on mm-hmm. keeping on. Yeah, uh, Jamie Presley actually wants Bianca to make fun of her. Which <laughs> Do me, do me next. <laughs> which is always fun. They do that on Cameo, too. They're like, read my friend. And I'm like, you're the idiot that paid $100 for this. That's funny. But by the way, thank you for supporting me through the pandemic on Cameo. I will always That's make right. you laugh. And sometimes I show you my nuts, too. Disco oh, balls. Yeah. Everybody's waiting with the, for the girl with the bag. <laughs> Secure the bag. And we're not talking about detox. Uh. <laughs> uh, and the winner, unsurprisingly, is Bianca Del Rio. She wins a one-of-a-kind custom gown by Marco Marco. Hey, friend of the pod. Hey, friend of the pod. Um, the this se- was a moment made for Bianca. This, I mean, this episode was this was this was her moment. For sure. This was her moment. It really was. She is the bird on her head and she is meant to fly. Um, Bianca is uh, ushered to the back of the stage and also safe are Darian, Trinity, Courtney, Adore, and Dela. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a moment where you think Dela might have to lip sync again, but the bottom two are declared Laganja and Jocelyn. And yes. this lip sync is pretty sickening. We don't get much of a verse at all. We get some choruses, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's got this moment where the girls just um, pussy slam into the stage <laughs> synchronistically where, yeah. honey, I th- uh, their children and their children's children will feel this. We always think when when I think of like iconic sort of synchronized moments, I always think of the Katya and Kennedy um, sort of jumping into the splits at the same time. The, the cooter slam of life. Yes, but I, this, was- this is fierce, and it happens spontaneously. And Jocelyn, I didn't know that she was split capable, enabled. Oh, I didn't honey. know she was. She had that technology installed, mm-hmm. and she went ahead. That was so. It was surprising. Uh, and very effective and really good. This is a fierce lip sync, and I thought Laganja turned it. I thought both girls were good. I like that um, that Jocelyn used her surroundings when she at the end when she was pointing to Laganja, calling her a stupid girl, and you know, like always referencing somehow and trying to make laughter out of anything, like squeezing a little bit of humor out of a lip sync and making the judges chuckle. It's a little bit. Yeah. Always good. I thought they were both great. Um, uh, was, do you think it was just because... Because I was watching it and I was like, oh, Laganja wins this. Oh, really? I thought uh, I thought Jocelyn gave more attitude and her hair was better and it was an updo and it stayed in place. I thought, uh, I thought, yeah. I thought Laganja was... <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. I thought Laganja was great, but I liked that Jocelyn was bodying the song a little bit more, as the kids would say. Like, okay. She was talking about a stupid girl that she knew, and she was referencing Laganja, basically, in that moment, I thought. Do you think that it was because they had sort of seen Laganja's, like, the fact that she is an amazing, flexible, she's able to do, like, splits and 
and uh, dips and like fall to the floor gracefully. Do you think they've seen that already? And that's why it was less, less like impactful that she was doing all that. Cause I thought it was a fucking amazing performance from both of them. I know at this point they probably knew who their top four or top five were. And they Mm. knew that there weren't going to be any dancing challenges. Um, So Mm. this was Mm -hmm. Ganja's time to go. Uh, I think that, uh, I think it's for the best that she did get yeah. out of there. And if we're if we're going by the tally, they both did great equally on the lip sync. Um, anyone could say, but Jocelyn had one joke, Laganja had no jokes. So they're they're tell keep- us a joke. I'm knitting here. They're Come keep- on, I want some entertainment while I'm crocheting. <laughs> um, <laughs> the 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 moment that Ganja gets though is she says she will be the first queen to actually chasse away and she does she does she chasses right off that stage she does uh she chasses iconic and uh i just i love laganja so much and since this aired so many years ago i've gotten to know her as a person and she's like one of the kindest most hilarious sweetest most fucking ridiculously talented people to ever put on a wig and traipse around doing drag so i applaud her and um and i love i love her we have a special moment from our good friend it's time for bianca's bit tits Bianca tidbits? Bianca's Bianca's baloney. Tell us a joke. Uh, It's (laughs) it's what happens if Bianca starts moans. She's got Bianca's bit tits. Oh my god. I want to know what it was like in the room watching Laganja's iconic stand-up set. Um... Hey, hey, what? hey, put your lighters up. What? Oh, honey, she was killing me. I loved it. Uh, how did, no, did, were you all on the side watching? I don't remember. We haven't gotten to that and, episode yet. But And how do you feel as a senior citizen talking about their dry vaginas? <laughs> I well, like your vagina, mama. Oh, honey, honey, oh, it was, boy. let me just tell you, that was to me, that was another fun episode, <laughs> but it was a scary episode because the lead into it was, okay, we're going to do this thing. And then once you're doing something that you do normally, I was horrified because I'm like, well, what if it doesn't, you know, what if it doesn't fly? What if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't transfer to television? What if it doesn't, you know, I don't know. I'm in a bar all my life. So if I'm, well, with drag in particular, so if I'm too crass, is that going to be problematic? So after we got the lineup, um, I was sitting there thinking, okay, so I was making jokes about Ben or making jokes about all the girls that were in the show. And then that was one of the, I think the only episode that we got to sit out there and watch. You know, we don't know these types of things to to the last minute. So when we all got to sit out there, I'm watching and each girl is trying to make fun of each other girl. And I'm the last one now. So I'm watching and I'm going, don't do it. Don't do it, Roy. Don't do it. Just don't fuck it because everybody's making these obvious jokes about them. Just do what you know. Fuck it. If you go home. I think it was like, what, nine or ten at that point episode? I can't remember. But I was like, if I go home, I go home. At least I go home. But fuck it. I can't do what what they're doing. So that was when my collective decision just said, fuck it. When I saw Laganja flailing, when I saw Adore flailing, when I saw Ben to the Creme flailing, I was like, girl. So I just went, fuck it. Just do what you do and see what happens. And so that was that was the scenario. Word. I didn't think I was going to win either. I thought for sure that um, uh, Trinity Darian? was going to win. Oh. I thought Trinity was going to win because out of nowhere, you know, I saw this moment happen where she had all this material. And I was like, hmm. 
So I definitely didn't think I was going to win. I thought she was going to win that episode. Because, you know, story, story. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was so funny. That audience was brutal. Tell us a joke. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, that, my God. And then it was, I, while I was watching there, I was horrified <laughs> for Ben when that fucking faggot was was saying nasty shit. Oh, I said fucking. Um, You're when, allowed. We when, were joking. We were fully oh, I joking. Thought you, I was like, oh, wait a minute. When does no. this come in? No. So, um, so when he was, he yelled at Ben and I felt so bad because I saw that she was so flustered that I was like, Ooh, I'm gonna get him. Like, let, let him try. With, you know, when you're sitting back, just like, mm. let and, him try it. Yeah. And then he was the one sleeping during my, my segment, which I just thought, fuck his ass with his, you know, striped shirt in his third trimester. That's where that horizontal stripes. Not <laughs> a good look. Okay, your third trimester. <laughs> Wait, I want to ask this question: Why does everybody go rah, 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 when they're doing my voice? Is it that low and raspy? I'm, I'm concerned here. Everybody, why don't goes, we sell you the tape from today's uh, recording? <laughs> Is it? Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> Raja always talks about her moan titties on Very That. She's like on the beach with my with my hair in a bun and my moan tits. <laughs> she does. I love Very That so much. Um, did you watch Untucked this week? I did. And a few things happened. I mean, of course, there's like the big thing that happens. But there's a couple of other things. Um, what What is with the Jennifer Lopez cues for the... For the pink box, for the video message from Jocelyn's fiance. Like, wh- why was it all J-Lo references? Maybe Jocelyn does a lot of J-Lo in her act. Okay. I don't know. Well, I think Jennifer Lopez, it would be amazing to see her on Drag Race, don't you? Wouldn't Do you think she would ever be a judge? I don't know. I'm not, I don't know her. But, um, I, I'm pre- I love Jennifer Lopez. I'm pretty sure that she was a little, um... Not off put. It's not. I I I feel like someone that knows Jennifer told me that she was weirded out by Carmen a little bit, always following her everywhere. Well, but well, I also don't okay. know that to be true or not because I don't know Jennifer. So speculation, um, lies, honey, and, uh, we'll, putting words in people's mouths. We'll get Courtney to bring some speculos butter here and put it on that speculation. <laughs> And my speculos is my speculos is called piss. <laughs> mm, piss. Mm. Uh, <laughs> th- okay, so that happened. Also, Jocelyn's dog's name is Lola, which um, <laughs> I, know I think a dog is worth mentioning. Lola. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Lola is the perfect name for a fucking little hairy bitch. I really do <laughs> think it's the perfect name. And I want to so. burn her from both ends. <laughs> uh, what? A, uh, and okay. then, of course, it was it was very hard to watch this explosive ganging up on uh, Laganja. Do you think it was really hard? Do to you watch. think production? cued the girls and made these girls talk about it because they knew Ganja was going home at this point. Because, I mean, we all know a girl sometimes knows when she's going home and it's predetermined before the lip sync. Like, these Mm -hmm. girls have known in the past that they were going home before. It it feels very like, I mean, I don't know if I, I don't, I don't know what the dynamic was there, but it was very like, it was very just like punching bag on Laganja. And she was 
obviously having a really bad day and being someone who has had a really bad day with a camera crew on me, uh, I have compassion for her in this moment. And it sucks to like, to feel like you're completely out of control of yourself and everything is going fucked. And, um, and having a camera crew on you on a show that's going to determine the rest of your life. So like, I understand. I, I, I honestly, we ha- I have to I have to correct you a little bit on that because Laganja, her life has been um she's she's marched her own path now and this show hasn't dictated who no, she I know is anymore and she's one of the girls that took her her moment in the spotlight and turned it into something better and Absolutely. she hasn't let the show hold hold her public image she's remade herself she showed them that she's talented she's. She's done so much, and I'm so proud of her as a as a gaber and a sister. Um, Absolutely, and I, I'm just saying, like in that moment, that's yeah. what she's thinking. No, I, I get that totally. Um, the they they cut out her little toke moment at the top of the stage when she hits it, and they also cut out her exit line, which is hashtag choke on my extravaganza, which I think is oh great. really yeah because bitch I I might choke on it and I don't because it's big. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, my my trade texted me while I was in London. One of one of the trade pieces, and he said, "Are you in town?" I was like, "No, you know I'm in London." And he said, "Look what I'm getting. You you want to come over?" And I was like, "Bitch, I used to live next door to her." I was uh, like, "You're you're hitting me at the wrong time. You could have jumped the fence." Wait, he wanted two dolls for the oh. price of one. Oh, they that all, kind of fun? honey. The the most mentioned line in my phone is, "You got any friends?" They all want it. They want a girl for each ball. And you're like, nope, I don't know any of them. I said, you you obviously don't know me. I have no friends. And they always ask for Courtney. And I was like, no, you won't. You wouldn't like her. You wouldn't like her. You. She does boat shows. Um. Next week we uh, have a very special announcement, which we've already announced. So we made an announcement about an announcement, but new promo photos. That's right, new promo photos. We're starting All Stars Six. Uh, watch the premiere tomorrow, June twenty fourth, on Paramount Plus, and we'll get into the current season of Drag Race. Uh, I'm, I'm so excited to see this crop of girls turn it. Did you say crap of girls? Crock. Crop. No, <laughs> crop of girls, not crock. <laughs> this is some country crock hair I'm wearing right now. And oh. if anybody listening can't afford Paramount Plus, I'm going to buy it and give everyone my login information so everyone can watch it for free and <laughs> fuck the parent company. Because they're trying to fuck the dolls, oh, I'm going to try to fuck them. God. So I'll put that info on our Instagram, um, Race Chaser Pod. <laughs> And y'all, How many people can log in to an account before it gets flagged for I think fuckery? Four or six, maybe. Uh, well, three of you race chasers are very lucky. <laughs> lucky dolls. Lucky dolls. Lucky dolls. Um, but don't worry, we're going to return to season six with the shocking cliffhanging ending of Drag Race yeah. season six very soon. Um, it's been really fun, and I, I and I'm glad that we get to split this up this season up and experience it twice because it's just that good. I'm putting on my uh, rooting wig for Courtney Act. I hope she wins. Oh, you're rooting for on season six. You know, I just it could be anyone's game. Honey, I, I don't. I don't know. We never know. You never know. Um, Put your rooting wig on. Every woman's got one. Every man's got one too. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
we want to thank you so much for joining us for Race Chaser Classic this week. I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. And we would love for you to write a review of our podcast, as long as it's not inflammatory and generally wonderful about us, on our <laughs> podcast app that you use. And don't forget to subscribe to us, too. And take a moment to leave us a rating, as long as compliment. it's Compliment. Yes, compliment, compliment question, please. And, Pikaroo, we see you online. So a surprise awaits you in our big, pink, furry Instagram accounts, which are at Willem, at the only Alaska 5,000. The Race Chaser account is at Race Chaser Pod, and the Mom Podcast account is at Mom Podcast. Honey, and the paywall pussy bonus content at patreon.com slash Willem mm-hmm. is amazing. We put our part two of hers is up, and mm-hmm. uh, you can look for that content by going to patreon.com slash Willem, giving us literally a dollar, watching all the videos mm-hmm. ever on my Patreon for the past eight years or however many, you get all the content in the world just for a dollar. For as little as a dollar, you can sponsor two drag queens. Um, (laughs) And part one is available for free on YouTube. I was putting that up to show everybody what a rollicking great time that we had. And so So many people have loved it. And we want you to see part two, but we need some money. So go check it out. (laughs) You got some money. You got some money for me. Do you want some money? (laughs) Do I win something? Um, You can email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. And we would love it if you stayed safe and got the vaccine, socially distanced yourself, Mm -hmm. and wear a mask. And please, R-E-S-P-C-T, each other out in the world. Hallelujah. Bye. Bye. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders. Forever Dog. Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Poem, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh.